The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armor All, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armor All products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. Armor All, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It is the Morning Sickness. My name is John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Vesley. Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere. We are ready for, uh, you know, uh, just the most recent reports I'm getting. I've been combing through as much as I can find. I watched last night at the end of the Suns game, Kevin Durant's big debut. Everybody's talking about it. They had news, uh, news desks set up at Footprint Center last night to report their, they did their newscasts from the Suns game last night. Their 10 o'clock news was all done. They had them all set up out there. It was pretty great. Uh, right afterwards, they're treating him like James Brown. Once the final buzzer happens, uh, a bunch of guys run out. He hits a knee. They wrap him in bubble wrap. They get him out of, he's the hardest working man in the NBA. It's unbelievable. He's okay. And Cover him with a coat. Also, yes. No, no, bubble wrap. No coats, Brady. Just oh. the, that was the joke, Brady. So you got to follow along. <laughs> that was the thing. The bubble wrap replaced the coat. The James Brown thing. Yeah, the yeah. James Brown. Yeah, you got yeah. it. Thanks for yeah, following. Gotcha. Thanks for being there, Brett. Yeah, I but, got it. No, you didn't. <laughs> it's still early. It's still early. But, uh, yeah, so. Uh, and then uh, new report also. He has made it through the night. So we're keeping an eye on Kevin. It was uh, electric in that building yesterday. It was a uh, different vibe. At the Footprint Center for the Suns games. Normally you go and it's fun and there's, you know, good energy and everything else. It was buzzing. And I happen to be the only person in the, the arena, the only one, Brady, who saw Kevin Durant get introduced as a Phoenix Sun for the first time on the home floor. The first time Vince Murata, in-house voice, got to say at six foot ten, starting at forward from the University of Texas, Kevin Durant. I was the only one who saw it. Everyone else was looking at their phone, filming it. And I don't know what you're going to see. The single worst video of all time of you with your hands way up above the guy, you know, who's sitting in front of you. And then you just get, and then I have no clue what you're going to look at. Like, just watch it. Enjoy something in your life. Enjoy a thing. Not everything needs to be Facebook Live. By the way, it was broadcast on ESPN. Valley Sports, uh, you can watch that introduction, and your video is no different than anyone else's. It was the weirdest thing in the world to watch everybody film, and the sound won't be as good. I watched it. I enjoyed it. I absorbed it my own, and it was pretty amazing just to say, wow, I'm, I'm the only one in the room of 20,000 people that's doing something different, and I feel pretty strong about it. Man, oh man, was it weird uh, just to watch the dude get introduced. And then every time he got the ball, camera's in the air again. I'm going to film his first points uh, as a son at home. Those videos are horrible. Has anybody ever taken a good one of those? The only thing you can do when you're videotaping that kind of stuff is catch the injury. You know? In case his ankle rolls again, you'll be the one that gets to go viral with a better angle. But hey, nobody had a good angle. I was looking at the camera, the guy next to me. We got my friend uh, in his uh, 
He's got his seats down by the floor, bank seats. So uh, while the banks are still, you know, figuring things out, while they're still open and stuff, we sat in their seats down close. And I looked at the guy filming next to me the deal, and all he was getting was the top of the heads of the players because he had to have his phone up so high he couldn't really see what he was taping. He just had it in the air, and then pyro went off. That was it. That's all he had. I'm like, what are you going to do with that? Just enjoy the moment. But we never do that anymore. It was fun. It was fun. Kevin ran a little rusty, 16 points. He was uh, not very good right off the bat. I think he missed first five or six shots, uh, and they were not pretty. They were borderline air balls a couple of times and clanking around a little bit. He looked, he looked rusty. He said he was nervous after the game. He said, I was scared. I couldn't sleep. I was feeling the pressure. I'm like, wow, you guys uh, usually made of ice, and he felt it. <laughs> Suns win the game. 4-0 with Kevin Durant. They make their run now, and we'll see how far this thing goes. But he has been bubble-wrapped. He has been placed in a very secure location, undisclosed. Uh, He's not allowed to move, and we will make sure that uh, we keep our eyes and ears all over Kevin to make make this this transition into health a thing. He changed his shoes after halftime. I have a theory as to why. Because, uh, well, he wasn't very good in the first half. You know, he was coming off that ankle injury. Halftime show. Was a dangerous uh, combo. Let's just say that. Uh, if you were at the game last night and you saw it, you know what I'm talking about. It was a heartfelt moment, Brady. It was a heartfelt, lovable, sweet moment last night's halftime show, where uh, a troop of people were dancers. They were all out there dancing, and I'm watching this, thinking uh, there's a there's a high drool factor with this particular group, and they're break dancing. All over the floor. And I'm like, we don't want extra drool from our halftime uh, show. Kevin Durant, you miss one little spot. Next thing you know, he's got two broken ankles. Uh, it was uh, something hashtag something for homies. It was a bunch of people with Down syndrome. Oh, break dancing. And uh, I don't know what you expect out of me with that. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm happy they're out there doing the thing, but... Were they good? No, they're terrible at it. They have Down syndrome. Here I said they had Down syndrome. It was horrible. They're good for having Down syndrome. It's the same thing as saying she's pretty for 55. You have to add that disclaimer at the end. Now, did I want to say that? No. Did I want to laugh when I was out there? No. I wanted to enjoy what I was watching. Uh, but the, all I could think about was there's a lot of sweat. You're rolling around on the ground a lot. There's a lot of you know excess bodily fluids I can't trust right now. And I need that court to be dry. So somebody got somebody got to Kevin Durant back there in the locker room and said, "Hey man, put on your sticky shoes because we've got just probably, in case. There's probably a couple spots out there that the and there's no we would have had to Zamboni the whole place. It was there were thirty of them. Uh, something some, I can't remember the name. But we were hashtag something for homies and uh, sure that's great. They're a breakdancing troupe of people with Down syndrome. That's fantastic. Now get it off the floor with Kevin Durant. Do it after the game. At least this Christian band, which was really weird." had the decency to not muck up the game until after. We're leaving the game, and a concert started on the floor. About 15 minutes after the game was over, went and saw Kevin Ray, talked to him. It was his son Zach's birthday. Happy 23rd birthday to Zach. Everybody gets a shot. We're hanging around. Start leaving, and with my buddy Marty, and I'm like, is there a concert going on? He goes, yeah, some CCV group decided to. And there were like eight people there. Christ Church of the Valley? Yeah, and there's a band singing. They got a jam band. They were doing a a small 
uh, I don't know what it was, a polka number. I don't, it was bad. It was that bad Jesus. Me, Jesus, you lift me. You lift me so high, Jesus. And I'm like, was that the same song they just played? The same, the same song. And uh, we got, we went to go peek at it. And some lady goes, sorry. Like, what? Sorry, can't see it. Like, you're in an arena. I have tickets to the game. Game's over. Sorry. And I'm like, well, f- Jesus anyway, lady. All right, God. <laughs> Don't kick people out of your Jesus show. Isn't that the whole point? At least, you know, off your wafer, take communion. <laughs> then you can go in Can't I something. just watch the the Christ show? Nah. So the, you had to buy another ticket? I don't know what you had to do, but there were like 20 people. She knew. There were only like 20 people watching. Let her know all she wants. I hope they slip. I, ho- I hope they slipped on the <laughs> our drool that was all over the floor. I didn't. <laughs> she was like, sorry, believers only. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, I'm never going to now, for sure. <laughs> Did you see the halftime show? How can you believe? How can you believe there's a higher being? See what he's done to half this population? It was Turn them a, into a break team. Look, the break team was entertaining. John Holmberg's morning sickness. The 98. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And I enjoy that, you know, everybody's like, we're getting out there and we're doing this thing. Are you just being nice? You have to, Brett. You have to. Now, was it entertaining? Yes. But not for the right. Was it because they were breakdancing? No. And, of course, my friend's wife is sitting there going, oh, this is she's a special ed teacher. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, all right. Yeah, you got to shut your mouth. I had to be quiet. I couldn't, though. I said I had a lot of, there was a lot of good jokes. I was popping a lot of good jokes. I was like a human meme factory last night. I was like, boom, 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 boom. And Marty's dying. She's going, oh, my God, this is brutal. I'm like, yeah, of course it is. But I was most nervous at the excessive bodily fluids that were probably being left on the court. There was a lot of nerves in that. You know, you're breakdancing for a crowd in front of 16,000 people, even though most of them have gone and gotten a beer. You're rolling around on the ground. There might be a, a little dribble. You might not have all the control in the world. Now, I'm not saying... That that happens to every one of them. But let's be honest, a lot of them have that issue. Did they throw a bunch of sawdust on the floor like at a Texas grill or <laughs> right. something just to we sawdust it, it up? And we, uh, and, we, and we swept it up. But, I mean, you know, every time one of the basketball players falls on the ground, some kid comes out there and squeegees that area vigorously. I didn't see any squeegeeing going on after the big dance number. <laughs> We're rolling all over the place. We got a... $50 million uh, investment sitting there with your fragile ankles and knees. It was a bad booking is what I'm saying. You know what? You get some you get some quality dancers there for the halftime. Let's put on a hell of a show. And I understand it was, a, you know, just probably pre-booked by a lot. But I'm not saying they shouldn't do it. I'm just saying maybe not last night. Maybe just, let's keep Kevin Durant dry for a day. Just, you know, you know, lick the floor. I've seen that. i actually seen that before when I was in junior high. There was one of our Ricky Strump used to lick all the... The uh, hand or the the rails on the stairs. He used to lick them all the time. He'd lick people. Ricky Strump would grab you and lick you. If he got hold of you in high school, Ricky would lick you. Ricky was dangerous. R- Ricky would hide and grab girls by the legs. He'd hide low 
and then leap out from behind things and grab girls and then lick them. Oh. There's a lot of licking, and I've seen. Uh, there was another kid named Chad who had, and we used to have to stop Chad from licking the the gym mats. It, 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 there's some licking going on. It's not my doing, but there's a reason why window licking is a. What is she a window licker? We got us a window. I mean, that's kind of a thing. Just didn't want the floor licked or, you know, anything extra. We got Kevin home. Kevin's home. It was all okay. My fears alleviated. And it was all okay. Luckily. Because that is a risky combination, my friends. And I did happen to have... Oh, look, by the way, people were tapping me on the shoulders going, is that Brady? Because one of the guys, I swear to God, was you. He was built exactly... He shaved his head. He threw the goatee out. And if you were to break dance, I think you might look a little bit like this. I think it was you. I think you were playing it. Got that deal. You could be one of the hashtags something or others for homies. It was hilarious. What was that on the floor last night? There was a couple of them that, and then you know the weird part was the the girl ones shaking their boobs. Ah, yeah. No, look, Brett. That's how I felt too. And it's just this is a safe place. I mean, I get it. Everybody should have a chance to do their thing, but it's cute. Yeah, that's the thing we're forced to say, and it really wasn't. It wasn't at all. I mean, I don't like watching kids dance. I don't like watching anybody who's not a professional dancer dance when I pay money for something. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want one of Brady's kids' recitals to break out when I've actually put hard-earned money down. Good, good amount of it. Like I want top-notch entertainment. Frisbee dog. Frisbee dog does tricks. That's awesome. The red panda. Oh, I would complain about that if there was some sort of what? dog. To, are you kidding? If there was some sort of dog show last night on the court. A lot of ex- they they piddle and pee all over the place. We got to keep Kevin. Off. We got to keep him dry. Red Panda would be fine. I don't want any of that. I want professional dancers. Uh, if you got that, or some some sort of a acrobat uh, people doing flips and stuff. Okay. If I pay top dollar for a thing, I don't want some hodgepodge, you know, fly by night silly hire them for a kids party crap. You give me high entertainment. You got to say, you got to figure everybody in that building spent at least 100 bucks, at least. At least. And there's 17,000 people. You do the math, we can afford a nice halftime show. That's all I'm saying. But I guess, you know, people are different than me where they're like, this is wonderful. Is it? Would you hire them? Well, I'm not saying that. Well, then there you go. <laughs> That's all I need to hear. I don't know if anybody's going to bring them into the house to have the. The 35 Down Syndrome kids. Birthday parties. Dancing in your house. I don't think that's happening. I don't know if it did great business last night. But we're going to hire him for Kevin's birthday. It's like, are we? Why? Well, it's entertaining. I don't think it is. I think you're, I think it's something you need to see from afar a couple of times and then run away. I wasn't. Uh, Troop 21 is booked that day. I'm sorry. <laughs> Troop 21 is a better name. I did say a few 21 jokes. We had a couple of them out there. And, and then some dude taps me on the shoulder. Hey, Umber, well. Is that Brady? I'm like, yes, it is. That's why I'm here tonight. That's why I'm here. Thought so. <laughs> here to support. Yeah, I mean, this dude was, it was, he had the build of the Brady model. He was, we see them everywhere. I don't know how many times Svelte. a day I go, there's another Brady. Yes, Svelte is the word we use. <laughs> but we were all kind of dying once that was recognized. And then the people who are, you can tell who your kind friends are when you give an elbow to somebody and you go, is that one? That one licking the floor. And then there's always the one person that's in the group that goes, guys. That was my, my friend's wife, Kristen. Guys, don't do this. She should have expected it from you two. I mean, <laughs> Of course. Jesus. Of course. 
and they expect guys. Yeah, and we that's, expect guys. That's, that's when we know deal. that when we know, you know that's when you know you landed a good one. When the empathetic one in the group goes, "All right, enough," because that was an almost made her laugh. That almost got her to break. And that's when you're like, "God dang it!" I remember my friend Chris at a wedding when uh, one of the guests had Downs and was just rocking the dance floor, and Chris just shouted at the top of his lungs, "He is getting down!" <laughs> and he goes, "It's okay, my brother is one." <laughs> he has the card, and I'm like, "Oh, that's kind of like using slurs in amongst your group." You can do it if you've got one living with you. That was hilarious. But, yeah, it was a, uh, it was interesting. It, it toyed with me emotionally because I'm like, man, there's a lot I could say about this. But, you know, somebody here might, I, I, don't, I don't know that anyone's actually really like thinking, no, this, they're breaking, man. They're kicking ass. The break dancing was, it was low level. You're digging it. It was low level. I've seen, monkey to real dancing group out there you know it's the same thing as when you got like you know if i were to just walk around out there at halftime with my dogs they don't do anything they're nothing but i want like extraordinary entertainment the jesse white tumblers the jesse but you, yeah you have the jesse white tumblers and then you just have brady and john tumbling around it's like nobody wants to see that we want to see real talent no offense but. so they weren't no eric hard times marino or oh man like no the dance team no there was nothing about it, it was nobody got hired off of this that's all i'm saying and yes, it's a feel-good moment. I'm tired of feel-good moments. That's kind of my, my point here. I don't want to say, ah, they, nobody should have the... I just, I'm tired of feel-good moments, especially when Kevin Durant's out there. It was a big night. I should have had, you know, a, a couple weeks earlier, they had, uh, uh, what's his name? The dude who sang, uh, oh, forget his name. He was good, too. In the in the eighties and nineties, he had a hit song, like a big one, and he came out and he did it. And I'm like, it was like a R and B guy. I don't know if I don't remember the song, it won't matter. It was great. I'm like this is what I'm talking about. Put a little concert on with somebody who's actually got a hit song. Johnny's opening game. No, it was like Johnny Gill. Oh, okay. It was one of those. I keep wanting to say common, but it wasn't common. It's another one word guy. Oh, it's great. Cisco? No, it wasn't. I would take you Cisco. Do the thong no, song Cisco. Out there? If Cisco came out and did the thong Crush song, it. I'd stay in my seat. Friends, try not to giggle too hard. Here's the hashtag for homies. Okay. Levert? No, it wasn't Levert. Cameo? No. Cam- I'd stay for Cameo. Oh, yeah. You guys are rattling off awesome halftimes. Oh, all right. Hang on. Let's see here. What do we got for You're rattling off, rattling off the most amazing halftimes, but it wasn't any of those things. And I was nervous for Kevin, but he's okay. Everything worked out. So my fear's pointless at this juncture. Uh, Kevin Durant, 16 points, 8 boards. I was more upset yesterday that uh, Kevin Durant is getting, you know, well, he was rusty, he didn't play very well, but, uh, you know, he's back, the energy was good, Suns won the game. Uh, how about uh, we take a gander and be real about this team and look at uh, DeAndre Ayton's 12-3 and performance last Whoa. night. 12 points, 3 rebounds from a guy who isn't rusty. He came back a couple of games ago. He should be okay. Uh, but he gave you 12 points and 3 rebounds last night against a team with huge players. Like, you know, they got two seven-footers on Minnesota. Could have used DeAndre's uh, prowess underneath, but he's just, he's playing himself right out of town, and I am, I will drive him to the airport. But I had it with him. You're going to have to rely on him for the rest of the year, but you look at that lineup, you're like, he's never going to mount to much, but he's a nice fit if Kevin Durant's hot. If Kevin Durant's having an off night, you need DeAndre to step it up. Do something. He doesn't know, he doesn't understand that step it up phrase. It's crazy. 
Scott Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98. KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Yesterday was a weird day. I was driving off to Tactical Black, going to, you know, Fight Club. I'm on the freeway, just cruising right along. And every single electronic thing in my car just decided to go, eh, we're going to turn on and off for a little bit. My car bogs down from 65 to about 18 miles an hour. <laughs> right on the freeway. I'm like, what in the world Weird. is going on? Still running. We're still going. Put my foot on the gas. There's nothing there. All the like the speedometers dancing around. It's a 2012. It's an old Jeep. And it's, they're dancing. The lights are flashing. And I'm like, well, I don't understand any of this. So I've got to get to the Greenway exit. Let me just say... Uh, Phoenix drivers, not real patient with somebody having a problem. Let's, the horns are immediate. Like, oh, a, like suddenly I decided to just go, you know what? I'm stopping. I'm going to just go ahead and slow her on down to 18. By choice. This is a choice I'm making. Mark, mark, mark. Like, I get it. I get up off a greenway. Uh, I, I'm, you know, trying to figure out what's hazards going on. Hazards are on? Or not nothing's yet. working? Uh, nothing's working. Yeah. Everything's flying around. I Probably my hazards were on. I, everything was probably flashed lights. It looked like I was, you know, a clown car. So I pull over onto uh, uh, the off-ramp, and I get up there, and I hit the brake, and it seems like everything's kind of normalized. Go to hit the gas again. There's nothing there. And I'm like, that's weird. Uh, and it starts to go. I take my foot off the gas, and it's driving. I'm like, all right, we're idling. And then it just goes, just took off. It was, they thought it was a Tesla for a little bit. I wasn't touching the gas. I didn't do anything. Next thing you know, I'm going 45, and I'm not. I got no control. This thing is on its own. Now it's just been RPMs are at 5,000. Cars flying down uh, Greenway, and I'm like, well, we're all done here. This is how I die. I hit the brakes. Everything comes back to normal. Hit the gas, nothing. Take my foot off the gas. <laughs> off we go. And I'm like, so everything we're doing here is the opposite. So I have to figure out how to control the acceleration without an accelerator. When my foot's <laughs> off of it, that's when we're gone. And this, and my Jeep wanted to run. <laughs> Meanwhile, braking. Mac, 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 move, asshole. Paybacks are a mother because you do the same thing oh, yeah. as I would too. Oh, Get out yeah. of here, you son of a bitch. You're pulling up to some yeah. kind of lifted Jeep. Yep. Yeah. And I'm going 18 on the freeway. Yeah. But I mean, you kind of, I, I, I give a little grace to someone whose car obviously yeah, yeah. is having Say a problem. Jeep. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't have, I'm, I'm not envious like Brady evidently is who Bro shouts out the. the <laughs> no, it's like the, if anyone knows that. No, I'm just driving along. But if somebody's got a problem on the freeway, I understand, okay, they've, you know, they've hit hard time. I'm not going to honk at somebody who's tired just blew up. Ass! Oh! Should have maintained it. Usually the car matches up, though. Usually to a problem? It's like a, a, yeah. A, a clunker. You don't see it too often. No. Well, I've yeah. seen people's cars just break for no reason. Like, yeah. just stop. And just... I watched a Prius do it. Just stopped on the road. And it just like somebody threw it in park. Uh, so I get it all the way back to the dealership. Turn it off. Go to turn it back on. Nothing. Fine. Oh, it's fine? Reset itself. Those computer engines are amazing. No, it's not. It's I mean, I'm like, you keep this thing and you find the problem because something's wrong. It was horrifying. I had no idea what to do. I, was, I wasn't going to be one of those people who just pulls over and lets you. We're still running. We're moving. But boy, you, and evidently everything in the electrical system reversed. Like everything that was off turned on. Everything that thought it was off became a thing. It's flashing huh. like scary lights I've never seen. There's this big red lightning bolt. In the middle of my dash, I didn't know I had that just started flashing. I'm like, what's that? I'm like, is Shazam going to kill me? <laughs> Got that going on. It's 
started to stink a little, like we had an electrical fire. I'm like, this is brutal. Of course, the dick uh, move already comes in. It's a Jeep thing you wouldn't yeah, understand, bro. bro. It's a 13-year-old. It's a 12, <laughs> 11 or 12-year-old Jeep. They have, you know, they're not infallible. People always say this, like, Jeep, just empty every pocket. I'm like, this thing's, I've had it for years. <laughs> that yeah, it's a pretty good one. And it's true. But it was the, I haven't had many troubles with this thing at all. And I've beaten it up. But it was horrible. And just, you know, maybe next time you see somebody crying on the side of the road, whose car is driving itself and you don't expect that, eh, no reason to really go, move. Just, just go around them. Let's not make a big deal. I only go. I only do that to old people who are clearly in functional vehicles and still going forty-five on the freeway. Although I don't honk, I just get right up on them or in front of them, and I downshift. That's the fun of that. Because get off the freeway if your car works. Get off the freeway if you're not going to drive with the rest of us. It was weird. I've never had that happen before. Where the car just started going. You know what? I am. I'm an. And I started thinking. Oh, it's artificial intelligence. It's AI. Somebody chat GPT'd my ride. And hacked it. Hacked and it's doing it. whatever it wants. And I got somebody with a remote control driving this thing somewhere else. It was kit without all the cool parts. It was horrifying. <laughs> Tried to go all the way over to the dealership to drop that thing off. And they're like, what is it? And I'm like, it drives itself. It's like a ghost car. It's like, you guys don't even want to test. We'll take it out. I'm like, don't do it. Don't test drive it. You're going to just, you're going to be shocked once you hit that gas and nothing happens. And it tells you when it's going to go. It's Herbie the love bug, except for it's slow and it doesn't know how, it doesn't know it's racing. It's just, it's trying to kill me. It's Christine. Yeah, it is. And like, okay, well then we'll, I suppose we'll take a look. The, my service advisor thought I was nuts. Then it just started driving on its own. I think it's a time machine. You guys have to do everything. You can get a priest down here. It needs an exorcism. Yeah, it was crazy. But people were not too kind. The freeway people were. A lot of honking going on. And just like, you know, nobody goes from 65 to 18 on purpose unless they've hit something. But I couldn't go any faster than 18 until the car decided it was going to do it on its own. And I know I'm going to get emails from the experts. You're going to watch it. It sounds like an RL453 to me. Okay. Where were you yesterday? It doesn't matter now. Now, the... You, you and your car people. And again, I remind all car gurus, all you car experts, I can't take you seriously until, as a car super genius, until that dilapidated, broken-down Camaro that's been in your yard for the last three years finally runs. <laughs> now, what it is about car, guys, because I talked to a few yesterday telling the story of my Jeep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to calculate that. You got an calculator and a... Blab faster. You get a blab faster put on that thing, it'll never happen. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've had a 70 foot. I got a GTO in my front yard. It's been there for about eight years. I got, I got a, an engine in my garage. Can't park in my garage. There's an engine in it. Have you ever fixed any cars? No. Take them apart and leave shells of cars all over the place like some sort of a Parts. Like, like I'm Banksy of car parts. But yeah, so car guys, I get it. You know how to fix it. But you never fixed the car in your own yard. You Brett's, had to grow Brett's up with that. Brett's just biting oh, yeah. his tongue right now. Brett he knows to, exactly what's wrong with Oh, he car. had to go. No, because it's computers. Brett knows old cars. There's no possible way you didn't grow up with a broken car in your house at all times. Uh, my dad was pretty quick with that stuff because yeah. he was he was kind of like that. He's like, I don't want some piece of crap in my front yard. So Beautiful. When it wasn't running, it was in the garage and right. he was he was wrenching through it. I'm convinced that car guys are the reason HOAs started. Them. Oh, yeah. I'm well, yeah, because you don't want some jerk-off with a Camaro on blocks <laughs> right. in the front yard and stuff you, like that. You try to tell them, like, oh, I'll get it fixed, I'll get it fixed, and then that thing just stays there. And then there's big blocks of engine 
They're like, if you don't stop this now, there's going to be, an, and soon enough, there's another, like, you know, a galaxy rolls in on the on a flatbed, and they dump it in the front yard, and you're like, oh. Got a great deal on it, bro. Oh, no. 300 bucks. What the shell of a galaxy. I'm going to get this thing all spruced up and give it to my nephew. And it, your nephew, it, it, the kid will be 80 before he sees that galaxy running. Didn't you have one in your neighborhood, the guy who was down I got road, one. Is he still there? One. Yeah. Yeah, he's down the Has street. it moved? It, well, I got two of them. And one of them's in one of these, like, it's behind us in the... Uh, houses on the on the hill in this beautiful hillside, and in his garage, which he's got a secondary s- slot built just for this thing, is some old beat up green thing. And where the hood would be, the two little arms that would be holding it on up the side are up, yeah, yeah. springs, and they're <laughs> up. But there's no actual hood on the car. And I I go by there all the time. And the poor neighbors have to look. They look down their hillside onto this. This thing that will never be fixed, ever. And he's out there tinkering with it every once in a while. But that thing hasn't moved. I've lived in that neighborhood for 12 years now. Has not moved an inch. Not one inch. And he's like, yeah. And I see him out there every once in a while. Just, I think he's just bored and he doesn't want to be inside with his wife. So he just goes and touches the thing. It's yeah. cars. It's yard art. Yes. It's dilapidated. Uh, you got to be careful with those Prairie things. schooner wagons. You got wagon wheels and yeah. they're over in the fluff. <laughs> See, and that's what HOAs were designed to stop, your design problem. I think that could be it, though, with uh, some of the car guys, and they just get these old cars that are never going to run because they're getting out of the house just because yeah. the old lady's in there screaming yeah, all the time. She's like, all right, I'm just going to go out and work on the car. You're avoiding an ear beating yeah. from that lady. I'm going to go outside. It gives you somewhere to stand. Right. That was the original man cave. Yeah. yeah. The original man cave was to stand next to a thing she hates. It was her kryptonite. That miserable car was something she never even came out towards. If you just went out and stood by it, you'd be free of her for at least an hour. She's not coming out there. I cursed myself. I fixed yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> God now forbid you drive fix it. it. You got to drive it somewhere and get another one. He's always got a project. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a project. I, I, every Half car guys don't know anything about cars. They just parked a dumper in there. They, they got the word from their uncle. Put a piece of crap in your garage. Make it so she's miserable in the garage, and then you got a place that she'll never go. Brilliant. Oh, wait a minute. If I just stand by it, you'll never see her, bro. Lay under it and sleep. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> never working on it. Ever. Real car guys are like Jay Leno. They've got a garage of thousands and a team working on them at all times. And of course, every once in a while, Jay will pop in there and burn his face off when he's tired of Mavis, but... <laughs> There's yeah. a family in California that had a plumber come over on, it was like last Saturday, and uh, he's working on something in the under the house in the crawl space. They don't hear anything for about three hours. They're like, what? Is the plumber still down there? Out like a light. So they're beating on the floor. They're yelling for him, no response. So they call 911. They come over there, and uh, they start trying to get down in the crawl space. And they can't get in there, so they start sawing through the wall to get in the crawl space, and that's where the guy wakes up. How big you just took a nap. Sleep, he was wow. out. <laughs> how, how the crawl they space could reach is only in one man? For some reason. At $95 I, I guess, an hour, you better yeah. wake your ass no, up. No kidding. Yeah. I don't blame him. Get in there and sleep. Just avoid the work. Nothing wrong with that. Sleeping on the job. There's nothing wrong with that. Diligent family, though, to recognize that the plumber hasn't, you know. It's awfully quiet. He hasn't surfaced for a couple hours. And, and I'm, we're all too fat to get in the crawl space. So I, I don't know how to do it. That guy might have done that. He's like, that fat family will never come down here. They don't fit through the crawl space. I'm going to get about three hours. And then he just, you know, he overdid it a little bit. 
It was great. Anyway, so be careful. And have to have a little grace for people whose cars break down. People who drive slow. Ah, horn those idiots like crazy. Use your horns better. That's all I'm saying. Asshole. Like, yeah, it's my, I'm doing it. I did it on purpose. <laughs> I just wanted a little sociological experiment here on the 51 to see how many people would honk at me. Hey, you think it would car just uh, stopped working. Read too much. The guy's going 18 because there's a problem. Well, he He's was going 70 a second ago. Yeah. And the guy behind me honks like I just decided to, to barrel down. No, re- I'm just going to gear down here to one. <laughs> yeah, it'll do it. See what everybody does. Of course, they're going to honk. If, and then if I'm just in there laughing like mayhem. <laughs> But you, I mean, clearly just drove by. This guy's an asshole. Yeah, that's the problem. That was <laughs> lights were flashing. It was crazy. I want to know what happened, and I want that. I want a switch on my car that lets it, you know, want to see how fast that was going to go. It was a reasonable adjustment of speed. I was, I mean, it was, it was basically almost floored on its own. I could have gotten up to like eighty or ninety miles an hour if I'd have left it go. I was getting nervous. It didn't matter though. You turn corners and it just it would gun. And you're like, I don't know how to drive this thing. Sort of fun, but we got it where she needs to be. We'll find out what's going on after. But thanks, and so the dickhead that honked at me, like the first guy, everybody else honking just took took his lead. Uh, I hope your car rolls over today. Uh, <laughs> let's get a wake up song, shall we? Five eight five nine eight hundred throughout the entire morning break. There, the first opening break. Uh, Kevin Durant's still okay, which is great news, everybody. He's made it through the night and evidently even got up to pee once and didn't hurt himself. All good. We've got a heavy monitor on Kevin. Uh, give us a wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.